0: Welcome to Word on the Way, Church of the Cross's daily reading podcast. COTC is an Anglican church in and for Northeast Dawson, rooted in Scripture, guided by ancient practices, and empowered by the Holy Spirit. The next few minutes will feature a reading of Scripture appointed for today, a short reflection on it from a member of our community, and prayer informed by the passage. Our hope is that in these moments you will encounter Jesus, the Living Word. This is Shannon Coelho from Church of the Cross, and the scripture reading for today is from Matthew 11. After Jesus had finished instructing his twelve disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in the towns of Galilee. When John heard in prison what Christ was doing, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who was to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see the blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. Blessed is the man who does not fall away on account of me. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are in kings' palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet, this is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you the truth, among those born of women there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist, yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he." From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing, and forceful men lay hold of it. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who was to come. He who has ears, let him hear. To what can I compare this generation? They are like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling out to others. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by her actions. Then Jesus began to denounce the cities in which most of his miracles had been performed, because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! If the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted up to the skies? No, you will go down to the depths. If the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Sodom, it would have remained to this day." but I tell you that it will be more bearable for Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. At that time Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this was your good pleasure. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. On a recent drive on the highway, I looked up and saw a billboard with an image of someone coming out of a dark tunnel, raising up their arms in relief and gratefulness for the bright sunshine on the other side. The text on the sign reads, It will get brighter. Optimism, pass it on. While this isn't the worst sign I've encountered on my drive down I 35, the injury lawyers might win the award for that. This sentiment doesn't do anything to touch the deep weariness that many of us feel when faced with the hard realities in the world around us, and even in our own lives. Having a positive attitude that everything will turn out okay at some point isn't going to help me all that much. If my circumstances don't change, if I have to wait yet another year to see my family again, then I need something a little more robust than optimism. I need hope. And this hope needs to be founded in something or someone I can trust, and I know actually has the power to give me peace and provide rest for my troubled spirit. Our attention in this chapter always seems to turn to the last few verses, and I'm sure you've heard them before. Jesus tells us his yoke is easy and his burden is light. When we look at the whole of this passage, we get to see some of the context behind what Jesus is saying in the last few verses. The cities and religious leaders of his day saw him performing miracles. Clearly, God was moving in tangible and visible ways. Jesus was revealing who he was to them, God's own Son, able to create and mend and heal. Blind people could now see. Lepers were made clean and dead people were being raised. And yet, they still refused to believe him. Jesus, are you the guy? Jesus uses some pretty harsh language to describe the people's response. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted to the heavens? No, you will go down to Hades. For if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Sodom, it would have remained to this day. Our unbelief can be a powerful force and blind us to what Jesus is doing or wants to do. He has shown us who he is. So when Jesus invites us to come to him, he's also saying that we can trust him and believe that he is who he says he is. He is able, and this is not an empty promise that he can't follow through on. And when Jesus tells us to take his yoke, he's inviting us to take on the work of believing, of looking to and placing ourselves in his care. And in exchange, he takes our heaviness and all the fears that ensnare us. This is the easy yoke and the lighter burden. Maybe you feel like you don't even have the strength to even approach Jesus or your doubt is keeping you from taking that step towards him. Maybe you don't feel like anything will change. In moments when I feel this way, and I do, I'm reminded of the man who asked Jesus to heal his son and asked Jesus to also help him to believe, in Mark 9. Jesus, in his compassion, did. He healed his son. One thing I love about Jesus is that he isn't going to force us into submission. He waits for us to move and to act, and this is a kind and gracious invitation that Jesus shares here. He says, Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. Learning from Jesus requires us to keep in step with him, take time to listen and be silent, make space for him, for him to gently turn our eyes towards what he's doing, guide our thoughts, renew our strength. Adele Alberg-Colhoun addresses this need to be attentive to Jesus in her Spiritual Disciplines Handbook when she writes, Jesus tells us to be present to God and others, and not only to our worry. She continues, Once you notice something, take it to God and practice letting go of judgment and worry. Quietly bring your soul back to the presence of God. And if we're struggling to even just believe that God cares or knows our burdens— If it feels too hard to rest and entrust our lives to Jesus, we don't have to do this alone. Call or text a friend or your priest and ask them to pray for you or with you. And be honest, we're all struggling with weights and burdens of different kinds. I'm reminded of a simple hymn that speaks of this kind invitation from Jesus to all of us in our places of weakness. It's called Softly and Tenderly, and it goes like this. Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling for you and for me. See on the portals he's waiting and watching, watching for you and for me. Come home, come home. You who are weary, come home. Earnestly, tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling, O sinner, come home. Let us pray. Jesus, thank you for your invitation. Thank you for your kindness that reaches to the heavens and draws us to you. Strengthen our hope and give us faith to walk closely with you, carrying only what you've called us to and nothing more. We entrust what we cannot control to you and ask that you would bring us rest and a lightness to our days. We ask all of these things in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. Check out cotcaustin.org to learn more about our community or to connect with us further. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.